Hi, this is Roseanne Lindsay, and you're listening to Awakened Nation with Brad Zalas. A huge shift is taking place on planet Earth. People seem to be waking up. Tired of the way things used to be, they are creating something brand new and changing the world we live in. My name is Brad Zalas, and I get to sit down with the next generation of idea makers, the disruptors, and the game changers. Everyday people, just like you and me, from all over, who are doing amazing things. Welcome to Awakened Nation. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Awakened Nation. Today's guest, and I got to tell you, I'm excited to have her on. And this is the power of today's connection. We met online. We had the same connection with my good friend, Robert Scott Bell, um, and a couple of other people in our spiritual groups, our healing groups, and all around. And then uh, we finally got a chance to meet in person while I was getting my hair cut. So we're going to talk about that. I hope you're excited. Rosanna, you're in the green room. You ready? I'm ready, Brad. Good, good. Rosanna Lindsay, MD, is a naturopath and a tribal healer with the Turtle Island Provider Network. She holds graduate degrees from Trinity School of Natural Health in Naturopathic Medicine and from the University of Chicago's School of Public Health in Environmental Health Science. Roseanne discovered her gifts as a healer through her own journey of reversing profound hypothyroidism naturally. For those of you who are suffering from anything, today is gonna be a great show because you're gonna hear how uh, we can balance between the two worlds uh, of naturopathic and Western medicine and, and things that we've kind of lost along the way. Am I right, uh, Roseanne? Some of the, the wisdom that we've lost along the way. Yeah, well, the deeper you go into your, your challenge, whatever it is, be it a diagnosis label, um, a divorce, uh, a job loss, a death in the family, all of these are challenges that we're going to have to face and... Um, you know, it's a turning point. It becomes a turning point in life because you yeah. make a choice at that point. It's and so true. Yeah, Very and true. that's what happened to me. I mean, I think most of the country now is facing some kind of disease, uh, which, <laughs> which is yeah. what I faced. And like you said, disease is just an imbalance. You know, yeah. we're, we're imbalanced in some, some nutrition in our physical body, in our earth suit, but then we have what is in, inside the earth suit, which is the soul and the spirit. We're somehow imbalanced in what we're doing here. We, we are maybe not doing what we came here to do. We're not sharing our gifts. And, and in my process, I discovered not only was I, you know, nutritionally deficient, deficient in certain minerals that my thyroid required uh, to completely reverse the disease, but I also found myself stuck at one point where you know, everything uh, physically came back into balance, but I had this frog stuck in my throat. I, I kept clearing my throat. It was, it was annoying to say the least, but I knew that I hadn't completely finished my healing journey. And for that to happen, I had to go much deeper. And that's what I talk about in my book. I had to go to the emotional aspects, what I was uh, suppressing emotionally, because I found out that our symptoms are manifestations of those emotions that we suppress. Oh, wow. You just touched on something. For those of you who are just joining us, I want to uh, give a shout out to uh, your book, Roseanne, which is uh, For Your Voice, Heal Your Thyroid, Reverse Thyroid Disease Naturally. Uh, and you, this is your second book, actually. Your first book is The Nature of Healing, Heal the Body, Heal the Planet. And, but I love this new one because you go into the Western mind of the medicine, then you go into more of the naturopathic and then you talk about the emotional uh, parts of all this too. And I agree with you 100% that a lot of times disease or dis-ease is actually uh, the manifestation of something much deeper emotionally in people. Um, and we just started talking about that. So I'm going to let you continue. Sorry to interrupt. No, no interruption at all. It's, you know, what I discovered is that, you know, emotion is energy in motion. Right. So if we are out of balance or stuck in disease, that means our energy is stuck. And how do we allow that energy to flow freely again? Well, in my own journey of, of reversing hypo, profound hypothyroidism, which is basically the most acute and severe form of hypothyroidism, I realized that 
iodine, thyroid disease is iodine deficiency disease. And iodine, the architect, archetype for iodine is this feeling of compassion and laughter and joy. And I realized I was missing that in my life. I somehow, I, had, I thought I had everything. I had, you know, the husband, the house, the car, the kids. And I was not happy. Wow. And so in looking deeper into iodine, iodine on a physical level, um, it turns food into energy so that you can lead a vital life. Because if you're not doing that, if you're a thyroid hormone, if you're not producing thyroid hormones to allow you to do that, you lack energy. And how many people today in the world are low on energy? Right. You know, so it, it's about understanding iodine's role uh, on that, on the physical level, but also on this other emotional, spiritual level. And I mean, living a vital life, you need energy. And, and to, how do you get that? I had been taking, ironically, before I was diagnosed, I saw all my friends developing thyroid disease. I was 44 when I developed it. All my friends were about the same age. They were being labeled hypothyroid. And I thought, I am not going to get this. I'm not going to be labeled this. So at age 40, I started supplementing myself with iodine because I had already done some research. I thought, okay, I'm doing everything right. I'm eating an organic diet. I'm, I'm doing what I love. I'm raising my kids. I'm, um, I'm, you know, I want to, I want to just do, do something to protect myself and prevent this from happening to me. So I started supplementing with Lugol's iodine, which is a combination of iodine and potassium iodide, which every cell in your body needs iodine, either iodine or potassium iodine, every cell, because metabolism happens at the level of the cell. It doesn't happen just in the thyroid. So I was supplementing for four years and then suddenly bam, something hit me upside the head. I mean, really, it was, it, was my own, um, it was my own manifestation that hit me. I ended up with this label of profound hypo. And I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> you, did, you did everything right. You, you, I thought so. I thought I did. did. And hypothyroidism, it was profound. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, so it was a message to me. I was smart enough to realize that, that, okay, here I am doing everything I can to prevent this, and I get the most profound <laughs> form of it. And wow. so I really had to dig deep. I had to do some profound digging. And what I realized was that the iodine I was taking wasn't getting into my cells. It was going right through me. I wasn't doing enough on a physical level. But then, you know, it also represented what I wasn't doing enough on an emotional level because everything we see physically is manifesting from the energetic. So it doesn't, we don't manifest it first on the physical and then it moves to the energetic. It's the opposite. So I had to go, you know, the journey of healing is a self-reflection. It's, um, it's a journey within so it's about going to the heart because the heart of the matter is the heart of the body. So my book talks a little bit about that journey. Um, I started with a medical doctor who uh, said he would work with me, but then at a certain point he didn't want to work with me anymore. One, because I, I chose not to take his medicine. <laughs> and <laughs> two, um, he just, he didn't have time for, working in a different paradigm and so i was trying to bridge bridge the our worlds and it couldn't be done with him so what i had to do next is make a decision to work outside the medical paradigm and that was hard because i was married to a medical doctor at the time both my siblings are medical doctors um and <laughs> it was just it was wow. it was a it was Talk a big turning point you're like yeah. the black sheep of the family you know it's like my dad was a chiropractor. At least I was already in it. You, you, you were really going against everything. Yeah, that's what it seems like on the outside. But really, I was just following my own truth. You know, just right. like you, Brad. You follow your truth, no matter where you come from. I don't know that our parents are actually our soul, um, our soul parents. They're our genetic parents. Um, my mother is 
is hypothyroid. She chooses to, to be on a, you know, on a medicine, Synthroid, that was given to her by her doctor. And you stay on that for the rest of your life if that's what you choose. And that's fine. That's your, your journey. That's fine. Nobody should tell you that you yeah. shouldn't do that. But for me, I wanted to do it differently. And, um, you know, my, I, I ended up finding a medical doctor after I went outside the system, all of these people started coming to me. It's like I was a turtle and I didn't have to go anywhere. Things started manifesting for me. I mean, if you want to use that word manifest, some people don't like it. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, it was like once I took the first step out of, of myself, of the person I thought I was, then it was like the universe was coming to meet me halfway. So people would come out of the woodwork or I'd get a name of this person or that person. I was working with a functional medicine doctor who showed me what my real levels were and, and told me about some things I could change. For instance, if you're hypothyroid, you have to know that certain minerals or metals in our, in our water conflict with iodine, which needs to get to the cell. They block the channels for iodine. So for instance, if you're drinking tap water and it's fluoridated and chloridated, both of those um, halogens preferentially bind to the thyroid receptor for iodine. So you have to start eliminating these things that are toxins to your body. And she helped me understand some of those things. But, you know, with her also, you end up paying out of pocket. And it it had gotten to be a little expensive. And she told me, why don't you go back to your original um, practice, your family practice doc group, work with a different person who I know and she led me to a you know my previous doctor's colleague who who was willing to work with me in the way I wanted you know I I remember going to that first meeting with him kind of frustrated like I'm going I'm have to go backwards right but what I wanted was somebody to follow my levels my blood levels my thyroid levels and make it real for people who who didn't quite understand my journey. I wanted to show my, for instance, my ex-husband that I would come back into these ranges because I decided that I was going to do this without medication. I was going to do this naturally and I was going to reverse the disease. So um, the doctor I went back to, I brought along a whole arsenal of my studies. I was ready to show him study after study to show him I could do this. He said, what are you doing? As I was lifting them out of my bag, he said, put them away. I, he goes, I know you're going to reverse this. I can see it. You are going to reverse this. And wow. as soon as he acknowledged me, I started bawling. <laughs> I just started crying. Roseanne, I grew up it straddled between the two worlds. My dad being a chiropractor, I grew up with naturopathic you know, healing. And my best friend across the street, his father was a general practitioner and a brilliant surgeon. So I learned both sides of medicine and wound up having a nice career doing all their meetings. And I want everybody who's listening to understand, we're not knocking Western medicine, we're not putting it down, but it is a bit myopic. And there are certain doctors out there, God bless them, uh, who understand that there is no one singular way to heal, but there are a series of modalities that we can choose to do that either straddle the two worlds or some people want to go into the Western medicine 100% with pharmaceuticals and surgery and things like that. And then there's your path, which brought this the case studies because they only respond in Western medicine with case studies to prove that this works. So I understand your frustration. I, I, I know it very well. <laughs> so good for you. So continue on. I want to hear more about this. Um, how you finally found a doctor who really understood how to heal the thyroid naturally and was could see that you were going to do it. Well, I think in the case of most doctors, you know, they're trained. They're trained to believe one set of pathways. They they don't believe um, it's an eye. It's a mineral deficiency disease. They're told it's a problem of the thyroid itself and how to fix it is with their medical drugs that are approved by, you know, their board and 
are, are tested by pharmaceutical companies <laughs> who sell their own products. Um, right. They don't understand that poor circulation or poor memory, poor digestion, these are all symptoms of poor metabolism, which is lack of heat and energy due to a lack of iodine at the level of the cell. Because iodine restores heat and therefore increases assimilation of salts. It converts food to energy, like I said. It, it, it has so many benefits. It, it's an antibiotic, an antiviral. It's, uh, it, converts thy it converts thyroid hormone, T4 thyroid hormone, to the bioactive form, which is T3. And it also triggers cell apoptosis, which allows the body to cleanse itself. It, it basically is its own little, um, you know, combat system, if you want to say combat in the body. I don't like to use that word. It, it finds cells that are, are causing disease and, and seeks and destroys them, um, which is a positive for the body. The body's actually utilizing iodine. It's not iodine itself directing what's happening. It's the body's wisdom using these minerals, using the foods that we're eating, using the herbs that we use as medicine to heal itself. It's really the body's wisdom. So, but to answer your question, how, what was your question? <laughs> no, I wanted you to continue on because as you're putting this book together, you're getting resistance. And I want, I want the audience to understand this because anyone listening is suffering from any kind of disease. You're going to, a lot of people go through this. They start with what we have around us, which is what we call Western or traditional medicine in this country. And so all of a sudden, uh, and I grew up in a, in a household where my Hungarian gr uh, grandmother would uh, take bacon and mustard seed and rub it on your neck and then put some cloves of garlic and then wrap your neck for the night and your cold was gone the next day. So uh, I grew up with you know, the old uh, country remedies. <laughs> I grew up with my dad being a chiropractor. But those have been lost in time and replaced with everybody goes to the emergency room now or if they have a simple problem. Um, and people, all, the, all this knowledge that used to be uh, in our collective consciousness is now been removed. And so when we go to um, a regular doctor, I remember when they used to prescribe iodine. You know, when I was a kid, they just, they just yeah, go get some iodine or put more salt in your diet that had iodine in it. And now even that's been pulled back a little bit. And I'm, I'm not saying, you know, don't, because some people have some very profound problems. Um, but most people are nowadays, they're going the traditional route and they're getting frustrated. And they realize, you know what, I'd like to try something natural. And that's where they find someone like you who lives it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they do have to come to a level of... Um uh perception where they they see things starting to see things differently and they don't want to keep going down the same road and getting the same results so yeah and as you were talking i re reminded me that we share a similarity you know with hungary my mom is from hungary oh ah, there you go but it was my dad who from india who really taught me about natural medicine and how to use herbs as medicine and food as medicine because he grew up with an herbalist mother who was the community herbalist she she was the healer of the community and i didn't know this until some some you know his last few years of life he died at age 94 but he refused western medicine for most of his life until the last few years when he really needed to you know he needed help balancing his blood sugar, so they put him on insulin, but then he started his journey downhill very quickly after that. Um, right. He also had a stent put in, and all of both of those things are just band-aids for what the underlying cause is. You know, and he was, he was allowing me to help him a little bit, you know, helping support or compensate for the side effects of his medications. And that's the beauty of these two paradigms, the Western medicine paradigm and the Eastern medicine paradigm, the conventional medicine and holistic medicine. We can work together. We can because there are so many cases where people who, for instance, decide to use chemotherapy uh, for leukemia, 
can also choose to use nutritional teas as tonics, herbal teas, right. and herbal tinctures. And there are protocols set up by master herbalists who have actually helped many, many people who have leukemia to fully come through their chemotherapy healthy and go on to live many, many long years, 30, 40, 50 years. So that doesn't always happen, but you know, some people choose not to combine the two, but when you combine the two, you're gonna have more than double the benefit. It's very powerful. I was actually surprised recently, I spoke to a young uh, woman who had gotten her degree and uh, graduated and did her uh, medical boards and all that. And she was a physician's assistant, uh, which is kind of trendy now to be a PA, a physician's assistant. They have all the ability to diagnose disease, but none of the power. And I explained to her uh, about acupuncture and uh, chiropractic, and I was shocked to hear that she just felt that was all quackery. And I, I said, in this day and age, I'm not really sure how we've gotten to that point. Uh, because I know hundreds of people that have healed themselves, including patients of my father and myself, uh, through these modalities. So this isn't just, I, I want our audience to understand because I know there are going to be people listening who are on board 100% with what we're talking about. And then there are the doubters. And a lot of people don't realize that medicine, especially Eastern medicine, Chinese uh, herbs and things like this, came out because the emperors wanted to get their troops back on the battlefield faster. So they actually invented all these healing modalities to hurry it up. And they use a lot of these secrets in sports medicine today to get these athletes back on the field faster. And I, I don't know about you, but I've done acupuncture and it is powerful. Holy moly, I did acupuncture with infrared, uh, with an infrared sauna. And I slept like I have never slept in my life. I got up, I felt like a million bucks. Um, my, my, not to be crass, but my, my bowels just let go of everything that had been in there for evidently a long time. And it was all because of an hour and a half acupuncture session. So prove it to yourself, my friends. Um, this stuff works. And before we move on, uh, how does, how does one get a hold of you, Roseanne? Um, where should we, uh, put your contact information? Where should they go? Sure, they can go to my website, which is natureofhealing.org. They can also contact me by phone. I, I see clients all over Tarnation. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they can contact me at 608-575-7573. Excellent. Thank you so much. Let's continue on. You said something in your book, and I'm going to read this, this paragraph, if I may. And I love this. Always deconstruct the diagnosis. You are not a disease label or a genetic defect. In order to discern the truth about who you are, get to know your true self on an intimate level. If you know what you hunger for, you're one step close to the cause of your imbalance. When you identify the cause, then you are one step closer to the cure. I love that. Aw, thanks. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Because um, it's very easy. Uh, I just had a guest that I interviewed a, a little bit ago on Awakened Nation. And when his mother died, uh, he wound up being blackout drunk for six weeks straight. He just drank every day. And then he finally, he had a life coach who forced him to sit and deal with his pain. And I think it's easy, especially for men, to run away from our, our true self. It's easy to run away from our emotions. It's easy to, to go find a distraction. Watch, uh, binge watch Game of Thrones. You know, we can get away from the real world very easily in this world. And what you're talking about is reconnecting with our true self. And I believe that's the true self that when we were little, little kids, you remember when you were playing and you were so enthralled with your own little world and your own things that you were shocked when you saw two feet show up in that world and you look up and there's your dad or your mom. And that's the kind of getting back in touch with that part of us, soul, um, the true sense, the feelings from the heart, things like that. 
um, to, to ignite this healing process. Am I yeah. correct on that? Yes, you are very correct. <laughs> I mean, I think what we, when we look around, when we look at what's happening on the external, it reflects what's happening internally within each of us. So this matrix that we live in, it's not the real world. This is like a holographic planet, a hologra holographic universe, and we're on the holodeck. If you've ever watched Star Trek, and most people, most of your listeners have, if you think about this world that way, then we know that this is only temporary, this existence, and we're here to learn something. We're here to bring our soul attributes, our spirit to bear here, and we're supposed to share our gifts with the world here. When we choose not to do that, that's when we get into trouble. That's what I discovered in my own experience. So no experience is good or bad experience. It's just experience. And we are here to play. We're here to play with frequencies because this is an electromagnetic world, the matrix. Mm -hmm. And when you understand that, then we have so much more ability than we've been told to believe, we've been led to believe. We have been lied to from the beginning, not just through the public school system, but all across you know, the media. The media is what I call the fourth branch of government. Basically what happened to me is when I started going down the rabbit hole for my disease, I went down all kinds of rabbit holes and I started connecting dots to understand why the world is the way it is. The world is reflective of who we are. So if we don't like what we see on the outside, all we have to do is look inside and change that because your world reflects who you are. And when you discover that, it's a change in perception. You change your perception, you change your reality. And I did it. I, I, there are very few people. I go sometimes to listen to people who... Um, who say they've reversed disease, but they're still taking drugs. And I know there are many, many people out there who have done this. Robert Scott Bell is one. There are people who have reversed cancer naturally. Yes. It is possible, but you have to come out of the matrix to understand who you are, that you are a body, mind, heart, soul, and a spirit. And people who only work on their physical level are not working to their full potential. They're working in fragments. And to get that full healing and basically transcend the matrix and you're basically evolving yourself you're evolving soul and that's exactly why you're here on this planet is to evolve your soul and the soul of humanity so when you can use your own experience to transcend to break through something whatever challenge it is as we talked about whether it's getting through a divorce which is what i went through also in my healing experience i went through divorce so i went through two challenges um, but part of that divorce was coming into my own and understanding that I am moving on a new trajectory and certain people around me are not moving in the same trajectory and there, there comes a block. And what you did by going to acupuncture or, or any holistic modality is you are unblocking an energy block. So when you unblock the energy block, like I said, we manifest from energy to matter, you are starting that healing process from the inside out, because that's how healing happens. It's so true. Well, uh, I don't know if I told you my story, but I did show you uh, some pictures. Uh, over a year ago, when I moved out to Las Vegas, I looked in the mirror and I realized I was aging rapidly. And I started to realize uh, I have to pay attention here because uh, I've always believed that if I took my family's genetic code and didn't drink and smoke the way they did, I would live even longer. And, and my genetic family trait is we, we don't age like other people. But when I was looking in the mirror, I was looking at somebody who looked their age and I got scared. And I said, I've got to do something. And the first thing I did was I reached out, I talked to you, I talked to Robert Scott Bell, I talked to a couple of other naturopathics. And this was the weirdest part. When I reached out to naturopathic doctors in the area to help me and people I've known uh, for years, they weren't getting back to me. And I thought, what is going on? And I kept relying on listening and they gotta get back to me, help me out. And something happened one morning I woke up 
and this loud voice just was right there and it said, Brad, you can heal yourself. You grew up with this. And I went, boom. And that's when I just really started like reaching out to you, Robert, and just like listening to that inner nudge that was telling me, do this. And I started with a kidney flush, which, you know, I got a kit uh, from, from Dr. Scholl's. And I did that and I started cooking differently and eating differently. I cut out the coffee. I cut out all the, the things that were destroying my liver, destroying my, my kidney. And I wasn't, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't run around and drink alcohol. For 25 years, I didn't touch a drop of alcohol. And all of a sudden, I was just getting sick. And I realized this is our Western way of life. It's not just your diet. It's what are you watching on television? Are you spending enough time in the sun? They're telling us every day the sun causes cancer. For the first time in 250,000 years, the sun is killing us, right? <laughs> and so, all, you know, so I would scoff at every time I heard the latest uh, fuzzy science report uh, because this is not the true cause of the disease that they're telling us. And I just, for myself, I started to live differently and be, use it as a barometer. And I, you've seen pictures, the before and after is astounding. And for anybody listening, reach out uh, to Roseanne. I, I think what you're doing is uh, profound. It's very powerful, this healing uh, that you're doing. And by the way, um, you're also the president of the National Health Freedom Coalition, uh, which promotes and protects the freedom to access natural health options, as well as ensure the right of holistic practitioners to practice. And th it, this is incredibly important because there's legislation right now before Congress to force us to take certain things. And if you don't know what that means, folks, that means that our government is controlled a little bit by making these laws because corporations want those laws in place. And I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but the reality is you can see where this enforcement uh, is coming along. And you're on the forefront of trying to say, hey, look, we should have choices here. Yeah, this is a really good point you bring up. Not only are they trying to prevent us um, or force us to eat certain ways, you know, just genetically modified foods or um, taking certain drugs against our will uh, through mandates, but they are also at the same time trying to eliminate access to energy medicines or frequency medicines. Remember, we're frequencies. We can play with frequencies here. And our connection to nature allows us to do that. So working with herbs, drinking teas, they're trying to eliminate our access as much as possible to homeopathy, which right. creates substances that are where the substance is no longer in the solution, but it's only the imprint of the substance that's left. It's the energy of the substance that's left. They want to write, they've been regulating it as a drug, which was unfortunate the way it was homeopathy was set up in this country. It was, they said they would regulate it as a drug, but they would leave it alone. But right. now coming, it's coming back to haunt us because now they want to regulate it as a drug and not leave us alone. And they're going to, by doing this, eliminate access to all these individual uh, homeopaths who can custom make a specific remedy for you. And you're going to be different from everybody else. Nobody is a mold, you know, uh, nobody's cut out of the mold. So um, the reason they're doing this is because you can make homeopathic remedies from vaccines, from drugs that actually harm people that cause all kinds of additional illness. You know, chemotherapy will, will, end, will cause you to have secondary and tertiary tumors down the road. But if you have homeopathy and working with homeopathy while you're doing this, you can undo the damage. Yes. This is why they're trying to eliminate our access to nature because homeopathy is made from nature. So it's all about severing our connection to nature. And our connection to nature is really our connection to source. It's our connection directly to source, to our creator God. And so whoever, whatever nefarious forces are doing this is not of human origin. And we have to understand or we have to consider that that might be true so that yeah. we can 
know how to undo the damage. Basically, when we see this happening, we are, we're not able to give consent for this because it's happening against our will. But when we understand who we are, which is this powerful soul energy spirit force, it tells us that we don't really need their rules or their regulations or their, uh, their foods, that we can actually make some changes in our own lives to, to make that happen. For instance, they're making a computer, there are computer systems now that can create frequency energy medicines uh, using a database of frequencies known from the you know, supplements that are out there, the herbs that are out there. Every herb has a frequency of its own. You can make its own frequencies using computer technology. So we don't need to depend on the FDA or the USDA or the EPA or, or the CDC. We can do these on our own, but people have to know that that's even an option. Well, they, they don't. And what has happened, and for those of you, this always happens on Awaken Nation. We go a little deeper. We keep peeling back the layers. And here's the most powerful part about this. If you went back 150 years, almost every doctor had in their medical kit a series of cannabis and, and hemp-based products. Yes, cannabis and hemp. Uh, the original Ford Model Ts, the fiberglass bodies were made from hemp. Uh, so people don't realize that that natural healing modality, those oils and those those things that could be taken were removed and the history was rewritten to not let you know that these simple little like, homegrown things that you could grow in your backyard could heal you. And the reason this was done, and it wasn't this big nefarious plot to kill the human race, or maybe it was, uh, what <laughs> happened is they, they, they did it for capitalism, to make a profit, to create a system of control. And what started to take place is it's grown now. It's grown now and all the natural stuff has been replaced with chemicals. And now we can see that there seems to be a nefarious uh, thing going on because you have giant corporations that want to cut off our access to natural pathic or even herbs or even natural seeds and foods that you can grow on your own. They want to cut that off so you are forced to buy a product consistently. People don't know this. There's a, a law on the books that basically says you cannot copyright or patent something that's already found in nature. So a lot of these companies, what they started to realize is we can genetically modify something, just genetically modify it with one change. And now we can patent it and we can control it. And if you dare as a farmer try to take that seed and uh, you know, use it over and over again without paying us, we're going to destroy you in the court of law. And this is the world we've entered into now. Imagine, folks, years from now, you wouldn't have access to vitamin C in your teeth. You have bloody gums and you have brittle bones and you can't figure out why. And all you would have to do is start eating oranges and lemons and put some things back in your diet that brought vitamin C back in. But because they've removed the knowledge of this, you now have to go to a doctor and you now have to pay $250 a month to get vitamin C supplements. And they'll, they'll rename it ascorbic acid so you won't know what the hell they're talking about. And um, I saw, we're, you're seeing gentle, subtle changes that the real goal is to take away our choice, take away our ability to heal ourselves, and take away our natural power. And if some of you think this is a conspiracy theory, that's fine. You're allowed to believe it. But if you realize that the food supply is tainted so that it can make you weak, so that you could get a disease, so that they could provide clients for the medical industry and make sure that you die when they want you to die so they don't have to pay up those contracts called Social Security at the end of your life. And when they don't have to pay up those contracts at the end of your life, they make a profit from you. So it all interconnects. That's why the food and the drug are both together in an administration. It is to control the flow of all of this. So I'm sorry, I got on my soapbox for a minute. Sorry. 
Uh, but uh, let's continue with your story a little bit here because I love that you are a warrior on this front, Roseanne, because this is powerful. And I want our listeners to go to your website. It's natureofhealing.org, natureofhealing.org. Uh, please continue. Well, Brad, I was just going to say that, you know, never apologize for being on your soapbox. I want to come up there with you right now because um, people need to use their voice and speak out. That's what we have to do. And when we see that nefarious forces are in control, the, we realize that those who write the narrative control the outcome. So now even in the court systems, we are not getting justice. So what do you do? This is why one reason I, I mean, I think I naturally am a, a warrior at heart. I think a lot of mothers are. I'm a mother of three. Um, we want to protect our own. We want to protect our, our future and we want to protect ourselves. And so I joined the National Health Freedom Coalition. I'm the president. Um, we work with our sister organization, which is the National Health Freedom Action. There are two nonprofit organizations that work to protect access to these natural modalities. So I, you know, I'm helping protect my own profession and, and, and my own ability to access other professions like my own. But, but I also realize we might come up against these roadblocks that we're seeing now, like in California, SB 277 was a law passed that mandated vaccines according to the CDC schedule for all public school children. Anybody who attends public school is mandated to get all the vaccines of the CDC. The CDC can keep adding vaccines to the list that are not tested. They are off the hook for liability. They're shielded. They have blanket immunity against any injuries you might receive from a vaccine. This is not true freedom. You don't have the freedom to choose anymore there. And the latest, the latest um, law that's coming out there is to take away the last exemption they allowed, which was a medical exemption, where a doctor could allow you to get out, to choose not to vaccinate based on maybe a previous injury you got based on that vaccine. Well, now they're taking that away and approval, approval is going to have to come from the CDC itself whether or not you can choose what goes into your body or not. Right. Um, so I don't know, you know, if going through the legislature, which is what I'm doing here in Wisconsin to help protect um, uh, community access to holistic medicine, I'm, I'm trying to do that too on, on, on the grassroots level, working with a lobbyist, um, finding out that it takes a lobbyist to represent us to our representatives now. Um, our whole structure is collapsing because it's not working wow. for us. So yeah, what we need to remember, and this is the good part, this is, I never like to talk doom and gloom for too long because there's always, <laughs> <laughs> there's, we have to get back to soul and why we're here. We are these infinite light beings. We yes. have the powers to heal ourselves. We don't need these government dictates or their laws to protect us. We don't need them to protect us. We protect ourselves by knowing who we are, that we are a body, mind, soul, and spirit. And we are divine spirit of source. Light is information. So we are light. Darkness is lack of information. We need to become informed and understand who we are. Because under holism, we see the whole of ourselves. We're not fragmented. When we heal ourselves, guess what? That image that we painted on the outside, that what we see with our eyes, that all changes. We heal ourselves, we heal the planet. That is the lesson we are here to learn. I mean, these are the cliff notes for, for anybody who wants to know the meaning of life. We are here to understand who we are so we can transcend this and move on to the next, to outside of all of these dimensions because all of these dimensions here are under a veil of the matrix. Moving from the third dimension to the fifth dimension, you know, the new age movement wants to say, let's move to the fifth dimension. Well, that's still under the matrix. Okay. Right. We need to go beyond this. And I believe that, I believe we shouldn't believe anything because the word lies and the word believe. We have to know down to our soul who we are. That's why, I, you know, we get caught up in the language and, and we say things that we hear over and over again. I, I'm truly trying to get away from the word believe because yes. it's a word of Disney. 
of the Disney Corporation. Yes. Yes, <laughs> and and it has so many connotations that we were not taught, and so in my in, I'm still going down the rabbit hole. Actually, the rabbit hole has come up to meet me because I, I think I've I've understood what I need to understand, and but I'm still learning. I still want to know know things. You know, I don't think I'm going to leave this place until I know everything I want to know. <laughs> I think we're all here for that. So yeah, everything you're doing, Brad, and and with this podcast getting the word out it's beautiful keep doing thank it you. being on your sofa thank you. thank you well uh for those of you who may not know going down the rabbit hole is a um, metaphor uh, that comes out of alice uh, in wonderland uh lewis carroll's uh sort of fantasy trippy <laughs> series of children's novels where the rabbit just takes her down into this world deeper 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 and that's what we're doing here and uh, Roseanne, I've sat with people, and they they kind of they're like, well, how does how does your brain work? Well, you have to keep asking why, why is this happening, and who's behind this, and never be satisfied with that answer. If you can still see one more layer, keep asking, keep asking, keep asking. And the reason I'm bringing this up is, if you ask enough questions, you'll get to this one place where it's hard for our minds to wrap this around, and that is. Why is all this being done to us? And a lot of people are sitting there going, well, why would a human being do this? Why would a human being have so much control and try to subjugate the human race and keep us on our knees? Why would all these, these things between war that has been going on for millennia, why, why are they keeping us unhealthy? Why are they keeping our vibration low? Why are they making us drink? water that clearly is laced with chemicals that causes brittle bones and uh, makes our pineal gland and all our other glands shut down the glands that help us see and feel and sense the universe and god or whatever you want to call it why would another human being do that and here's the the trip another human being wouldn't do this because behind this is not a human being that's right yeah, and I want you to sit with that for a moment. Those of you who are listening, behind all this is probably not a human being. We are in a matrix. If you ask enough questions and you go deep enough and you let go of the left brain and you begin to sit in your heart center and ask and ask and ask the right questions, the answers are not going to make you happy. I remember the, when I first started waking up, we're talking 20 years ago, I was reading a book that blew my mind and I got depressed after every chapter. Depressed, I've never been a depressed person. I was so emotionally low, I decided to only read one chapter per month to get through this book because it was too deep. It was cracking my belief bubble. If you want to do something profound, attempt to crack your belief bubble. It will not be emotionally uh, a good thing, but when you come out the other side, you can no longer look at the accepted narrative that they force on us. Everything is marketing. Everything is trying to sell you a product. Everything is trying to keep you busy mentally, emotionally, and spiritual, spiritually. And that's when you begin to shut off the television. That's when you begin to read only the things that are positive. That's when you stop getting in the gossip mill and the drama with friends. And that's when you, you start hanging with people who are more in alignment with changing the world and coming up to this next level. And that's why I have guests like you on the show, Roseanne. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, both your books. You want to talk about both of them real quick? Um, uh, because we go to the natureofhealing.org. That's your website. And you started this with The Nature of Healing, Heal the Body, Heal the Planet, uh, which is a, another book everybody can pick up. Should they go to Amazon to pick up your books, or do they go to your website? Yeah, they can go to Amazon. And, and thanks, Brad, by the way, for creating my banner with the two books on it. <laughs> you got it. You're welcome. Uh, a lot of people don't know I'm a graphic designer by trade and creative director, so... Thank you. Yeah, thank you, so you're, you. Using your, you're using your gifts, and that's exactly what we're all here to do. And I talk about that in the first book. Heal the Body, Heal the Planet, or The Nature of Healing, which is my business name also, 
um, heal the body, heal the planet is a general uh, concept. It's very simply stated uh, how to understand how we heal ourselves. And, and it's basically um, understanding that by looking to nature because nature is self-sustaining, self-regulating, and self-healing. And if right. we connect to nature, so are we. And that's basically what I describe in the book. And I go into, you know, the ancient arts, healing arts, um, which is basically Eastern medicine. And right. this was when I was healing myself, I was doing research. And this was kind of the compilation of that research, but in my own words. And I didn't talk about my own disease reversal during that book, but I did use um, concepts of how I did that in that book. And my second book then is a more in-depth story, my story, my backstory, and how I did it specifically for thyroid disease. So the two kind of go together. And I'm now on the, on the brink of finishing a third book. And this one is, is kind of all the information that we're talking about here. It's on that, what people need to know, what, what they're hungry for right now, which is why is the world the way it is? How can we change it? How do we transcend this matrix? Which you described it sounding like a hell on earth. And that's basically what I've come to understand it as too. Yes. If this is a hell, what are we doing here? We all chose to come here. We all chose to come here because this is a place of soul growth. And the fastest way to grow your soul is to come to a place like this. Because if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Right? That is true. Like New York City, where, where you live for a long time. Yes. Well, but we're, um, we're, yeah, but we're, here, we're here to learn um, that... Everybody has a role to play here. So the dark side and the light side really doesn't exist outside this matrix. We are pure source energy outside this matrix. We go back to source. So this is all kind of an experience. We're having fun. And the reason why so many souls are here at this time is to experience the high of the ride that's happening now. We are going into this big mess but coming out of it is going to be the highest high that any soul has ever experienced, so to speak, I think. And I don't know because I haven't experienced it yet, <laughs> but that's what I believe. I really feel it to my bones that we all agreed to be here. We signed up for this. This is a contract on a soul level. And everybody knew this was going to happen, but our memories were wiped. And that yes. was part of the contract coming here. And that is how I start my book. I start my book with this contract and um, about what we agreed to. And then we have to sign on the dotted line and now game on. Exactly. Oh, wow. It, it is so true. We are a race of beings on this planet that have amnesia and we can't figure out why. We should know who built the pyramids. We should know our history all the way back because a grandparent should be passing it on to the next generation. We can't. We, we, we are suffering from amnesia. And I believe truly in my heart of hearts because the more people I talk to, they're waking up just like you are. Um, we talk about some spiritual growth and progress and things like this. I don't know if you ever uh, saw the TED talk by uh, the brain scientist, uh, Joe Bolt Taylor. Her TED talk was one of the first uh, that came out my Stroke of Insight, A Brain Scientist's Personal Journey. And she became a brain scientist because her brother suffered from uh, acute schizophrenia. And one day she realized she was in the middle of a stroke and she describes it. And she says the left brain is where we get language and memory from. And the left brain can only deduce the past and predict the future based on only the past. It's where our file folders are. It's where our memories are and things like this. And when that collapsed because of the stroke, when she tried to use the phone, it was coming out, her words coming out of her mouth sounded like an adult on a Peanuts car cartoon. Walk, 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 like that. She describes it. She somehow, it took her forever to dial her office because she could not remember it because her left brain was gone. But she got through it, and her assistant evidently knew exactly what was going on on the phone and got her help right away. But when she described the right brain, she said, the right brain, I could feel God. I could feel the universe. There was no time. There was no 
future. There was no past. There was only the here and now. And they discovered through energy studies, each part of our brain gives off a tertiary field. And when the left brain is dominating, that tertiary field is, is a certain size. But the right brain is much bigger than, with the tertiary field than the left brain. And it can only be activated when the heart is open. When the emotions of the heart are riding into love, creativity, and joy, that's when the right brain is activated. And I find this fascinating because a lot of what we're talking about right now is about reconnecting to that joy, reconnecting to ourselves and where we need our own healing modalities and our senses and our feelings. So go ahead. Um, we're going to wrap up in a little bit. Uh, let me ask you, um, we have a lightning round of questions, and I'm going to ask them to you. Okay. And this will be fun because we're going to get to know a few more fun things about you. <laughs> we've delved into some heavy things. Um, what's your favorite food? Hmm. I have a lot of favorite foods. Um, if I avoid sweets, <laughs> which are one of my favorite, <laughs> which have been one of my favorite foods, but I'm really trying to avoid those. Um, I would say, gosh, that's a hard one. <laughs> Um, you know, food, I would say as a group, traditional foods down to the earth, foods in their original packages, foods that look like how they're grown here, because the more we can get close to nature, the more we, uh, we show who our true selves are. The more true our food is, the more true we are. Wow. That's awesome. Now, what is, uh, your favorite music? Is there any? I love classical music. I love music without words um, because it's, you can go anywhere. You can listen to that music and it can, you can open your heart and allow it to take you to places that, you know, like your dreams take you. So I, I prefer that if I'm just quietly, if I'm reading or if I'm working on the computer. Um, but otherwise, if I'm in, in the car driving, I, I, I like, um, I like, popular music <laughs> something to keep me awake that's good how about I you Brad? <laughs> you, you know it depends on my moods you know sometimes i like listening to rush and sometimes i like jazz and sometimes i like classical depends on my mood yeah what's your favorite thing my favorite thing um i don't know i love being at home in my own surroundings um with my family, with my cats. Um, I'm a cancer, so cancers like to be in the home. <laughs> I, I learned a little bit about myself through astrology. Um, I love working with plants. That's my new thing. As a naturopath, I did not study herbalism in depth, but in the last year and a half, I've been taking classes with a master herbalist, and I've realized this is a game changer for my clients and myself. It's, it's in tincture form. These plants, qualities of the plants, um, what they do for the body, what the body uses these plants to heal itself. Uh, and the plants go directly into the bloodstream. So it's, you bypass the digestive system, which is weak in most people who are looking for healing anyway. Um, you want to help heal the gut, but not by putting things through the gut. You want to let the gut rest. So healing the gut is one of the things that herbalism allows you to do through tinctures and teas. And that's one of the first places I start with clients is helping heal the gut. That's awesome. Once again, how do people get in contact with you, Roseanne? Through my website, there's a contact form, natureofhealing.org, or contact me by phone at 608-575-7573. Thank you so much. And thank you for being a guest today on Awaken Nation. And uh, it was great to finally, finally meet you in New York City. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but we wound up, uh, I was a day away from moving to Las Vegas and I was going to the city to get a haircut and you were in the city to see your daughter and it worked out perfect. Yes, that was wonderful. It was so fortunate to meet you and thank you so much for um, allowing me to be a guest on your show great take care now thank you
to thank you so much for being a big part of the Awakened Nation movement. This is how you can help me and our extraordinary guests. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please share it out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And let's grow this movement by word of mouth. Our success will be because of you. Thank you, and see you next week.